ready for true happiness, for deep fulfillment, for feeling alive, on purpose, and in control of your life again, it's time to be the bold, brilliant, beautiful woman you were born to be. Welcome to the Purpose Girl Podcast. I'm women's happiness and life purpose expert, Karen Rockhunt, and I'm going to teach you how to live on purpose, feel alive, and be happy in every aspect of life. I'm going to get real about my life and interview women who are living on purpose so that you can finally live yours. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 my purpose girls. It's the end of 2020. What? Like, where did this year go? In some ways, it was the quickest year ever. And in some ways, the slowest, right? Like the year that would never end. The year with challenge after challenge after challenge. And the year with so many unexpected gifts. I received a beautiful email from one of you on Facebook, actually, sent me a message saying, in the middle of lockdown, in the middle of COVID, I had been let go from my job and was at the lowest of lows. And then I found the Purpose Girl podcast. And I'm now going back to school and I'm following my dreams. And it's all because I found this podcast. I'm so honored and so blown away by this message. And I am receiving many messages from you out there and hearing from the women in the Purpose Girls Facebook group about the unexpected surprise gifts that came from 2020. At the end of any year, in the end of any experience, it's so important to pause and to reflect and to really get intentional and conscious about what this experience was for you, right? What was all the good that you got from it? What were the challenges? What did you learn? What do you want to leave behind? What do you want to take forward? In our busy, busy, busy society, we're so quick to jump from one thing to the next thing to the next thing that we miss out on the richness and the juice of pausing, the richness and the juice of savoring what has been. And so, especially this year, I know so many people want to just jump. 2020 is over. Just jump right into 2021. That's it. But especially this year where there were so many unexpected gifts, where there actually was so much to savor, where there actually were so many gems to learn. It's especially important that this year we pause and we savor and we celebrate and we stamp those gifts and lessons into our bones, into ourselves. And so today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast will give you that opportunity Today, I'm going to take you through a beautiful, grounded meditation from my heart to yours, from my soul to yours, allowing you to really go into your heart and go into your soul and capture what this year was for you. Now, I want to forewarn you that I am taping in the closet in my parents' apartment in Miami where Josh and I and Shay came to be with them for a few days. We drove down, masks on, totally safe. And it's been such a gift to spend time with them, such a gift for Shay to spend time with my parents. They're 76, and it's been such a gift. And if you hear any strange noises, whether it's coming from this closet and this apartment building or from your own home, then throughout this savoring 
meditation reflective process. I invite you to allow the sound to come in and then to go. It's such a practice. That's actually what meditation is. We think meditation is just sitting and being quiet for 20 minutes. Nope. Or like when I first wanted to meditate, I said, but my brain doesn't shut up. I can't. And a friend of mine said, yeah, that's the point. So practice, practice the idea of a sound coming in and you paying no attention to it and you letting it go. Practice the beep of a phone coming in and you don't answer it and you let it go. Let this whole experience be a practice for you. Today's episode of the Purpose Girl podcast is my gift from me to you, for you to truly get the most from this crazy year that we've been through in order to set the foundation for a beautiful, beautiful year ahead. And so pause for a moment just to get ready. You're going to want to stay for the whole episode. You want to make sure that you have a pen and paper or your computer to take notes on. Probably best if you're not driving while listening to this episode because I'm going to be asking you to close your eyes in meditation. So just keep that in mind. Of course, don't operate any heavy machinery while your eyes are closed. Now, before I begin, I have to tell you something I'm super excited about. Given how crazy and whacked out 2020 was and how much potential a new year holds for us, on January 6th, 2021, I am holding a totally free, completely my gift to you, New Year's, start the year off with a bang free webinar. You want to make sure you join us because on that webinar, I'm going to be getting you into a visualization for the year that's to come. We're going to be bringing out desires that are in your heart and soul. We're going to be coming together as a sisterhood to clear away any cobwebs or fears or self-doubt that might be getting in your way so that we can really get this year off and just rock it as beautiful, grounded, elevated goddesses that we are. So check out the show notes. You want to make sure that you register for that. Like I said, it's totally, totally free. So allow yourself to come into a comfortable position, either seated cross-legged on the floor, laying down if you prefer, something where you can be grounded. We're all so busy in our lives and coming off of a holiday season where everything is rush, rush, rush. It's like we're up in our heads constantly and we're thinking and we're thinking and overthinking and analyzing and it's so important to be grounded to be connected to mother earth to be grounded in our truth to be whole in our spirits and our souls and our hearts so let yourself come into a comfortable position and then take your shoulders up to your ears and down your back so that your heart is fully open allow your hands to gently be placed at your side or on your lap hands up in order to receive our hands down in order to be more grounded and then when you're ready gently close your eyes if you're in a place where you are comfortable and can do so and pause for a moment dear sister and begin to focus on your breath without elongating your breath or trying simply pause and notice Notice as you inhale the cool air entering into your nostrils and down your throat. Notice how as you exhale, your shoulders relax, your belly relaxes. Notice as you inhale, your belly expands and allow it to expand. Allow your belly to be soft. And notice as you exhale, your belly contracts. And notice this beautiful cycle of life in you. 
pause for a moment of gratitude, gratitude for your breath that has been with you since the moment you were born and will be with you until the moment that you go. Pause for a moment of gratitude that you are breathing, that you are alive. And then when you're ready, begin to deepen your breath. Take a nice slow inhale in through your nose, allowing that fresh, cool, clean air to go down your throat and into your belly. Allow your belly to fill all the way up. And then when you're ready, ah, an audible exhale out, releasing. Taking another deep inhale in through your nose. Imagine that air expanding every vein, every artery, truly opening up space in your beautiful, precious body to receive hope and love and light and purpose. Ah, full audible exhale out. Release anything that doesn't serve you. Let go of any energies known or unknown that do not serve. Take a couple more of those deep cleansing breaths. Inhale in to expand your belly, bringing in hope and love and possibility and purpose. Ah, exhale out, releasing any toxins, releasing anything that you don't need, releasing what no longer serves you in this beautiful life. One more inhale in, filling up, nourishing every cell in your body, sister, with that hope and love and juiciness and aliveness and vibrancy, just nourishing, nourishing, nourishing every cell, expanding until you can't hold any air anymore. And then, ah, a full release out of your toes, all the way out, releasing out. Bring your breath to a resting pace, whatever is comfortable for you. Inhaling in love, sister, and exhaling out gratitude. Inhaling in love from me, love from other purpose girls, love from those who love you, love from animals and trees and Mother Earth herself, and exhaling out gratitude. Gratitude for this moment. Gratitude for this moment. Gratitude for getting to listen to the Purpose Girl podcast right now. Gratitude for anyone and everyone in your life who loves you and gives you the space. Gratitude for all that you do have. We spend so much time thinking about what we don't have, what is not going right. And so pause for this moment as you exhale with gratitude for all that you do have. And now shift it where you're inhaling in gratitude, filling up on gratitude, and you're exhaling out love. Imagine sending that love to everyone in your household, whether it's kitty cats, plants, humans. Then imagine exhaling out love to your community, exhaling out love to your family at large, soul family, birth family, and imagine exhaling out love to all the Purpose Girls out there in the world, all the women, and exhaling out love to the entire world. And then I want you to focus your attention on your third eye. This is the part of your mind that can see that which you can't see with your eyes. And I want you to imagine a calendar. And I want you to go back to December 31st, 2019. 
And I want you to envision full body visioning where you were on December 31st, 2019. How did you ring in the new year? And let yourself feel it. Let yourself feel whatever you wore. Were you wearing comfy sweatpants? Were you wearing a sparkly dress? Let yourself smell the aromas. Was there perfume? Was there the scent of being around 500 people at a dance club? Let yourself see exactly where you were. Let yourself taste the taste. Were you sipping on champagne? Were you eating Thai food? Wherever you were, take yourself there. And take yourself to that moment when the clock struck January 1st, 2020. A whole new year and a whole new decade. This year that represents vision and clarity, 2020, and all of your hopes for that moment. And then allow yourself to feel into January. And what were the gifts of January? And you don't have to remember every single one, but just take yourself to anything that sticks out to you, either from work or relationships or weather. Maybe you were enjoying cold weather or warm weather in January. Take yourself into February, anything that you were experiencing, celebrating, joyful about in that moment. Take yourself into March, wherever you are in the world, as more and more locations started to experience coronavirus. And take yourself to that feeling of watching the news, whatever you were feeling. If you were feeling anxious, you were feeling hopeful, Knowing all emotions, our data, all emotions simply tell us what our brain is experiencing, what our body needs. Take yourself to the moment when you first heard about lockdown. Take yourself to that first experience of being in your home, quarantine, wherever you were. Take yourself then into April and May. And what were you experiencing then? What were you experiencing professionally? What were you experiencing relationally? Were you spending more time with your kids? What were the gifts of that? What were the challenges of that? Consider your professional life. What were the joys happening as you moved into summer professionally? And what were the challenges happening as you moved into the summer professionally? Take yourself into July and August. If you live in the Northern Hemisphere, it was hot and you were experiencing summer, perhaps different than you've experienced summer before. But what were some of the joys? Were you running under sprinklers? Did you get yourself a kiddie pool that you could wade in in your backyard? Did you get away for a weekend drive somewhere? Or if you were in the Southern Hemisphere and it was getting a little chillier, were you enjoying sweaters? Take yourself into the fall. As kids were going back to school, perhaps you yourself were going back to school. All of the feelings and emotions that came with school looking different than it has in the past. Allow yourself to feel those in this moment. We don't need to shy away from any emotions. All emotions are welcome. Women are the full range. We can have the highest of highs, the juiciest of joys. And we have the gift of being able to experience the lowest of lows. It's all welcome here in Purpose Girl land. 
If you're Jewish and it was the fall, then perhaps you're thinking of the Jewish holidays and how that might have been different for you. Just like in April, if you had been thinking about Easter or Passover and how that was different for you. Thinking about the joys of those differences and some of the challenges of those differences. Taking yourself then into the cooler months, into October, November, December. Preparing for Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or simply being. And what were the joys? What were the highs? And what were the lows? What did you learn? What did you get? And notice, notice that journey that you've been on in 2020, the entire journey. And pause for a moment and place one hand on your heart and one hand on your womb space. This is the space right above your pussy, the space of creation. Women are creatrixes. Whether you've ever had children or ever will doesn't matter. As women, this is our gift. What was good this year? What was really, really good? And pause for a moment. You can grab that piece of paper or you could open up your computer. And first write the question, what was really good this year? And let yourself free write. One of my dear friends told me that before COVID, she had felt like she was becoming distant with her 12-year-old son. You know, like he's too cool for school now and (laughs) didn't want to be around mom. But during COVID, they reconnected, they reunited, they played games, they hung out, they read together, they had fun. They have a whole new relationship. Same friend actually lost her job during COVID and realized how much she actually loves being with her kids. And even though another recruiter called her, she's able to not work at the moment. And she said no. She found this beautiful gift of being with her kids right now. And so what was really, really good this year? You might even think of things like this. Was anyone born into your family this year? You all know that my highlight of the year was having my sweet baby boy, Shay. And people talk about the day their child was born was the best day of their life. I can't say that because he almost died. Any of you who have been listening to the Purpose Girl podcast for a while, you know that. So I can't say it was the best day of my life. And it was the best day of my life. And that's really the whole point of this exercise is for us to find all of the juice in every experience. And so what were the highlights? Think about any experiences with people you love. We love having game night with our friends. And for a couple of months, we did game night online. We found a couple of ways to play online and it was so much fun. So that was a whole new experience that was really, really good. Another one of my friends, she did online dating during COVID and actually like got to know people even more because she was connecting with them and not just like jumping into meeting in person. I've been doing a nine-day challenge in the Purpose Girls Facebook group of every day celebrating something about this past year, and I leave a prompt, and I asked what were the highlights that you got from this year, and so many women talked about 
deepening their connection with themselves, their health. One woman said she started walking and now she loves walking. Another woman said it gave her space to really go deep into her own meditation practice and into herself. Like this is incredible stuff, learning about yourself. So what was really good this year? As I said in the intro, so often we jump into the next thing without pausing and savoring. But what we know from the research is that savoring is brain superfood, okay? When you pause and you actually celebrate the good, you savor it, what you're doing is you are igniting the feel-good hormones in your brain with gratitude, and then you're elongating them with savoring. But if you jump right into the next thing, or you just focus on what was wrong and what was bad, which is what I've heard so many people do with 2020, so many people are just saying, oh, this sucked, this sucked, get it over with. It didn't all suck. And if you are just doing that, then you are missing out on the juice and the brain superfood of what was good. Because what we know about the brain and our energy is that good begets good. What is working for you, you can multiply both energetically and neurologically and in actuality by focusing on what was good. And so you want to really pause and savor. You know, as one of my mentors, Mama Gina says, if you eat a big meal and then you don't digest it properly, it comes out as like vomit or burping, right? Like you have to actually properly digest something and that's what this savoring is. So what are you celebrating, Purpose Girls? I want to hear it all. I actually want you to email me after this or I want you to go into the Purpose Girls Facebook group and post about this. What are you celebrating? What was good this year? Several of my clients actually were able to start their businesses this year because it was COVID, right? One of my clients was able to start an online network for women because it was COVID, because women were hungry for connection. And if not COVID, it couldn't have happened in this way. Another one of my clients had wanted to get out of her old corporate life and get into her purpose and through our work really discovered that mindfulness was her thing. And because of COVID, she realized it was the right time. It's what people needed. Everybody was so stressed out, understandably, and needed mindfulness. So she was actually able to start because of COVID. So what was good? What are you celebrating? And as you think about what was good, you can think about categories of what were the relationships that were really beautiful this year and you want to highlight and what was it about them? You can think about professionally, what was working for you, even if you were laid off. Perhaps that is a good, and we'll get into that in a minute. You want to think about, did you cook more? And that was awesome. You want to think about, did you get out of nature? What was good? Now, I know there was a lot that wasn't good, but right now we're focusing on what was. Okay, now the second piece. What was an unexpected gift that you got from the challenge? What was an unexpected gift? And this might have some repeats from the last question. Maybe like the woman who emailed me and I shared at the beginning of the episode, she didn't expect to be laid off this year, so she didn't expect that she'd be going back to school, but it was an unexpected good, an unexpected gift. So the second prompt, I want you to think about what were the gifts that you really received because of COVID, not despite, but because of this particular year that we've been through. Something like my friend mentioned about getting close to her son. For me, an unexpected gift is 
I actually fell in love with where I lived. I don't know if I've really shared with you guys, but I have not loved where I lived. I live there because of my stepson. Josh has a 20-year-old, and we needed to live there when he was still in school. But we were always planning the minute that he moved, we were planning on moving. But when he graduated, we were working with a fertility doctor, so we hadn't yet moved, but we were still planning on it. And then COVID, right? I'm pregnant and COVID. Well, here's the thing. Being pregnant with COVID and lockdown, having our house... It was amazing. I'm so fortunate. We have a big, beautiful house as opposed to being in a two-bedroom apartment, which is where I wanted to go live. And during COVID, having that space was huge. I also got to know my neighbor so much more because I used to travel a lot speaking. And so I was home more. And of course, we were walking more. And neighbors were out more. And I got closer with a neighbor of mine. We started having social distance coffee date every single Friday morning. And I love it. Such a gift that wouldn't have happened if not for COVID. So what were the unexpected surprises that came? Now I want you to feel into the challenges. What was really hard this year? Perhaps you or a loved one got ill with COVID. Perhaps you even lost people that you loved. I certainly know people who've lost loved ones to COVID. Or perhaps you did have job loss or financial loss. Perhaps you lost your home. Or perhaps your business wasn't able to make it through COVID. And so feel into what didn't work this year. What wasn't as good, quote unquote. What felt really fucking hard and shitty. And know that as you feel into these things, as you think about them, I am wrapping you in love. I want you to feel that my arms are literally around you, wrapping you. I want you to imagine that you're taking your cheek and putting them up to my big mama bosoms, because now I've got huge bosoms, right, breastfeeding. And I'm just wrapping you and stroking your hair in so much love. And then imagine the whole Purpose Girl sisterhood wrapping around us, right? You and I cocooned by a sisterhood of women loving on us and loving on you. And so feel into what was challenging this year. And you are entitled to all of your feelings. And allow yourself to grieve. Use the sentence, I grieve. I grieve losing my job. I grieve financial loss. I grieve the pain of George Floyd's death. I grieve Breonna Taylor's death. I grieve the pain of racial inequality in our country. I grieve my friend losing her father. I grieve. You can tell I actually went from a hypothetical into things that I am grieving. And keep wrapping yourself in love as you grieve. You are allowed. You are entitled, sister. And perhaps some anger comes up with you. Maybe you're angry. I am fucking angry that Breonna Taylor is no longer with us. I'm angry that the cops who murdered her were not arrested. I am angry at how many people in this country accept, enable, and even vote for racism and sexism and bigotry. I'm angry that we are so divided. I'm angry that people can be lied to and manipulated so much. You are entitled to your anger, sister. And this is a moment in your end of your reflection, if you need to pause and you need to grab some pillows and you need to uh, just get it out, uh, 
You can take pillows. You can punch them. You can stand up right now. You can stomp your feet. You can ah, rage. You are entitled to your anger, sister. In fact, we have to process our feelings of anger and grief or else we take them out on someone else. That's when we start losing our temper with the people that we love. That's when we actually take it out on ourselves with self-hatred. But if you actually process your emotions and you let them work for you, because anger means that you feel powerless. Anger means that you feel powerless, that you've been violated. And grieving means loss. And so ask yourself, what have I lost? Ask yourself, how do I feel I've been violated? Where do I feel powerless? Because in there, sister, lies an answer. And this is how we can turn it on with feminine power to what is it that you desire? What is it that you need? Right? Because if you know what you've lost, you've lost loved ones, you feel powerless, then you can start to gain and what would give me some power back? Because maybe there's something you want to do. You want to get engaged civically. You want to make a donation. You want to canvas for politicians in the future. You want to be part of helping spread the coronavirus vaccine. There are ways you could turn it around with power and with love, self-love and love for other. So write all of that out. And even if you don't have the answers right now, ask yourself the prompt. What would give me power? What would allow me to feel love? And with all of that, I want you to think about what is it that you want to leave behind in 2020? Like, what are you still carrying with you, sister, that is not serving you? For instance, I have been carrying resentment toward a couple people in my life for years. And between Josh, my mom, friends, my therapist, and my new therapist saying to me, aren't you supposed to be the happiness lady? Like, why are you still carrying this? I finally woke up. Oh my God. All this is doing is making me miserable. The other person's not even thinking about it because they don't think about me at all. And then asking myself, are these people worth me losing happiness over? And the answer is no. So I'm so ready to leave that in 2020. What is so 2020, right? We can think like orange is the new black, right? Like that color is so out or whatever. Like what is so out? What are you so leaving in 2020? Think about what is not serving you in your desires. What is not serving you in your joy? What is not serving you in your dreams? What is not serving you in your life? Are there aspects of self-doubt that you are so ready to leave behind? Are there old stories you tell yourself about what you're capable of or about that you're not attractive or that men are all assholes or women are all assholes? Like, what are you carrying with you that is not serving you and is so 2020 and is ripe and ready to fall off the tree and to be left? Now, listen, not everything is ripe and ready. Like, we have to work through things. It takes years often to work through pain of divorce or abuse. So I'm not saying to let go of something that you're not ready to let go of, that you're still working with. And there are always things that we can let go of. And I think that this was actually a huge gift of 2020 for as painful as so much of it was. Didn't it help us see what was important and what was not important? Like that is something that I know I felt and I have heard from so many of you 
that it gave you a sense of priority and allowed you to release what wasn't important. Maybe some material things were not important. Maybe prestige of getting a certain place in your career, having a certain title, not as important. Right, 2020, Mother Nature literally said no more abusing Mother Earth. She made the factory stop for weeks, some for months. As my dear friend Rachel said, Mother Earth said to us, go to your room, right? Leave me alone. Let me restore and heal and go to your room. She taught us that so that we could leave some of our old behaviors and patterns in 2020. All of the anti-racist work this year showed me something I want to leave in 2020, which is some ignorance around my whiteness. I want to so leave that in 2020 because I've learned and it's okay to learn, right? Like learning is good. We're going to get to that next. Learning is good. We're growing. We're evolving. So what do you want to leave in 2020? What are you going to let go of? Now here's something beautiful. We often talk about surrendering, right? Like you could read from a lot of spiritual texts about surrendering. Surrendering can be hard. What does it even mean anyway? A mantra that is in the 13 Moon Oracle by Ariel Spilsbury. There's a mantra connected with one of the archetypes of the Divine Feminine, the Divine Mother. And the mantra says, I surrender, I receive. And I love that because the idea is I surrender any places where I still have self-doubt in order to receive the knowing that I am enough and I am powerful as is. Do you see how that works? So you can surrender. I surrender the resentment toward these people so that I can make room in my heart and in my body for more people who are worthy of my love. Oh my goddess, that felt so good. I didn't even plan to say that. It just came through me. So I want you to practice that. That's a beautiful thing for you to do with this new year. What are you surrendering? And then see in order to receive what? Like make the space for that. Okay, the next thing, right? So that was what you left in 2020. What do you want to leave behind? Now, here's what I love to do with that. On New Year's Eve, Josh and I always write the things that we're leaving behind on little pieces of paper. Then we go out into our backyard. We take a big piece of aluminum foil and we put all the little papers on there and we burn it. Now you can get special burning paper. I highly recommend this or you could do it, but in a safe way, right? Like I cannot take responsibility for anything burning. So I want you to do this in a super safe way outside and we burn them up. And symbolically, it feels so good to release it. And so doing something symbolic like that can be super powerful. So the next thing is, and what do you want to carry forward into 2021? What do you want to carry forward? Like what was so good, such an amazing learning, maybe about how worthy you are, maybe about how awesome a certain relationship is in your life, maybe about the support network that you have, maybe about the priorities of your family or spending time with yourself or working out or whatever it is. What have you learned that you want to carry forward into 2021? Because that then becomes the basis, right? There are so many issues with New Year's resolutions. One of them is that we just go into a new year thinking everything's suddenly going to be different. Well, it's not going to be. We actually have to do the work that we're doing right here in this episode. Releasing, surrendering, letting go of, cleaning, clearing our emotions, making space for new. 
and carrying forward, setting a foundation. So when you're clear on what you want to carry forward, that becomes the bed, the foundation of all of your desires happening in the future. It's so beautiful. But again, if you just skip over this and you aren't intentional about it, they just kind of dissipate and you don't get that juiciness. So I want you to be super clear. What are you carrying forward from this year into next year that remains important to you? That becomes the foundation of a beautiful year ahead. So every year I choose a word for the year or actually it chooses me. And the word that kept coming to me for 2020 was trust. And I was like, oh no, I do not want trust. Because as you know, I was pregnant when the clock changed from 2019 to 2020. And it had been hard to get pregnant. I had already lost a couple of babies. And I thought, if you, God, goddess, are asking me to trust, then you're going to do something to my baby. And I can't have that. I don't want to trust. I was talking about it with my coach at the time, and she asked what trust meant. And I said, well, trusting that everything's going to be fine with the baby and trusting that the business will be okay with me taking maternity leave and trusting financially will be okay. And she said, oh, so what it sounds like is abundance. Your word can be abundance. And I felt it and I went, no, unfortunately it's not. (laughs) I would love for the word to be abundance, but it's not. The word is trust. And so I was being asked this year to trust, to trust myself at the deepest of level, to trust source, universe, the goddess completely. And that trust was tested when I was diagnosed with Vesa Previa, a potentially life-threatening pregnancy condition that could have killed my baby and almost did. I was asked to trust that everything would be okay. When he lost half of his blood and could have died during delivery, I was asked to trust. And I did. And when I took a three-month maternity leave, even though I'm the primary breadwinner in our family and I work for myself... I was asked to trust, and I did. And the result, sisters, was incredible. I launched new programs for the first half of the year, and my business was so beautifully solid with so many of you joining Goddess on Purpose or Goddess on Fire, asking me about one-on-one coaching, that, that we made more money than we ever have. And so we were able to do maternity leave. I was so grateful. And several clients signed up for programs that didn't start until the fall. And we were able to enjoy and live off of that income while on maternity leave. How freaking amazing to see that we could trust in that way. And even though Shay lost half of his blood at birth, the NICU did a beautiful job of figuring out why and what to do and gave him a blood transfusion right away. And he was healthy. Six days later, we could bring him home. I trusted. And he is just mm, yummy, yummy, yummy. Healthy now. Knock on wood. Poo, poo, poo. I was asked to trust, and I did. And so going into 2021, I want to take that trust and use it. And I want it to be the foundation of building upon it. And for me, going into the new year, the next word is knowing. Right this year, I trusted. Next year, I know. I know who I am. I know what I'm here for on earth. I know all will work out. I know it's going to work out better than beyond my wildest imagination, even if it doesn't look like it in the moment. It's a deep knowing. 
of who I am and why I came here. And so I want you to feel into what did you get from this year that becomes the foundation for next year? Now, they could be life lessons. They could be priorities. They could even have come from the most difficult, shittiest of things. I mean, I just mentioned some of that. But what becomes the foundation for next year? Then I want you to start thinking about what you desire for 2021. Now, here's the thing. We often go into, what do I want? And it's like, oh, I want to be skinnier. Oh, I want a new job. And those are all awesome things. Okay. Like totally, totally get it. And what I really want you to focus on is how do you want to feel in 2021? How do you want to feel about yourself? You want to feel proud of yourself? You want to feel confident? How do you want to feel in life? Do you want to feel excited to get out of bed? Do you want to feel vibrant and alive? Do you want to feel at peace? Begin with how you want to feel and then let the things or activities follow that. Because otherwise we start off with these things and activities that aren't necessarily going to lead us to happiness. So begin with how you want to feel. The second thing to feel into is what is the word that will guide me this year? And maybe you even need to pause, come back into your meditative position and close your eyes and take that deep breath again. <sighs> and ask source this, source, universe, God, God is creator, whatever word or words work for you. What do I need to know? Coming into this year for me to feel the way I desire to feel, what do I need to know? See if anything comes to you and what, and maybe it does and maybe it doesn't and that's okay. Maybe you need to sit in it more. My favorite prayer is two simple little words. Show me. Show me. Show me a guiding word. Show me a guiding image. Show me a guiding light. Show me. And see if a word comes up for you. What is my word? And then you can continue this in your meditation. What is my word for 2021? What is that guiding light word for 2021? And see what comes up. Now I've been doing this word thing for years and sometimes it comes to me right away. And sometimes it takes a very long time. <laughs> and so be patient with it. And you could try out a few words, right? Like I knew I heard the word trust and my coach suggested abundance and I felt it. I tried it on, like trying on a new shirt. And I went, nope, not for me. It's the word trust because trust, when I heard it and I felt it, I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my cells. My soul rings a resounding yes even if it's a word I didn't want. It was something I knew I needed. Now, imagine you have a blank page, a blank canvas. Imagine it's totally blank and you can have that feeling all over the canvas. If it's aliveness, you can have aliveness all over the canvas. If it's peace, you can have peace all over the canvas. And allow yourself to start seeing what colors you would paint that canvas based on what emotion, what feeling you desire for 2021. And then you can start feeling into, and what would give that to me? What would give that to me to have? What would give that to me to do? What kind of relationships would give that to me? 
And then you can start filling your canvas with desires for the new year. And of course, we're going to be doing a lot more of that in that free webinar I mentioned to you coming up on January 6th. This will be your kickoff. I don't want you to get too much into 2021 yet. I want you to really be in a place of savoring 2020. And if you're listening to this at some other point in the year, that's cool too, because you always can do this for the last six months that have passed or the year that has passed, or you could do this for your birthday. I actually do this kind of reflection couple times a year, once around my birthday, which also happens to be the Jewish New Year, and then once at the secular New Year with January 1st. This exercise is available to you at any time to consciously, consciously solidify the good, consciously, intentionally release and surrender what no longer serves, consciously and intentionally create new. And this is how we create our juiciest, most abundant, most radiant life. And so, my love, as you close out 2020, this crazy year that we've all been through, let yourself feel this beautiful expansion that you have just been through, that we've just done together. This process, my love, is how you create your juiciest life is how you create your most alive, most vibrant, most abundant, most radiant life. This is how you are radiant because you're consciously choosing to focus on what is working. You're consciously choosing to radiate the good. You're consciously choosing to turn the shit into the fertilizer of the gifts and the lessons and carry them forward. You're consciously choosing to let go of and release what is not serving you. And you're consciously choosing to live with the intention of that radiance. That is the juice of us being purpose girls, of us being goddesses on purpose who are here to be the radiant light in the world. I freaking love, love, love you. And so thank you, thank you, thank you for doing this end of year process with me. It's been such an honor and such a pleasure. So if you will, sisters, close your eyes again. Ah, let your body settle down for one more moment and take a nice deep breath in and exhale. Ah. I want you to feel into your heart and notice, notice how your heart feels right at this moment and feel your heart expanded with love and possibility. Feel the vibrancy in your veins and your arteries filled with life and aliveness. Feel a smile come on your face knowing that you've just meditated with me, that we collectively as a group of purpose girls, goddesses on purpose all over the world, have gone through this process together, meaning that we are like a big, beautiful tribe, army of women here to change this planet change humanity, elevate humanity. Imagine that we're all holding hands, refreshed, renewed, rejuvenated, alive, elevated after this exercise and experience and that we together are holding hands and stepping literally from 2020 into 2021. Can you even imagine this world with us holding hands, stepping into the new year like this? It is such an honor and such a gift to be a goddess on purpose on this earth with you at this time and so my love with that 
I hope you enjoyed this episode. And of course, go leave your five-star review. It takes you 60 seconds and helps me and helps women all over the world. And of course, share this episode with every woman who wants to end this year powerfully and start the new year off powerfully. That's how we change the world one woman at a time. I wish you a beautiful, beautiful closing of this year. I wish you to carry the gifts forward and leave the shit that doesn't serve you. And I wish you to have all of your desires and to feel exactly as you desire to feel in 2021 and better. With that, my love, may you live purposefully. May you love yourself and may you love life. I'll see you in 2021. Bye for now.